0: So you may have been hearing me talk recently about my new course, Scale Your Way. I released it earlier this year in 2024. And if you have not gone through the course individually or inside of my community, Web Designer Pro, you are in luck because I have distilled some of the most important topics and highlights in that course into a free masterclass for you. And it is going to help you and give you the clear roadmap in order to build and scale up your web design business in a way that works for you. So you can get access to the entire free training at joshhall.co slash scale. Again, it is completely free. It's 50 minutes plus. It is basically a coaching session on scaling that you and I can have together. And I'm going to share with you the top tips, many of which are pulled from the course, and it'll give you the roadmap to be able to scale up your business your way. Pick it up today for free at joshhall.co slash scale.
1: We, and I don't say this lightly, but we change people's lives. And that's amazing. So we, we should be highlighting that and letting people know, like, this is what we're able, this is what we've already done on our own. If you as a grant provider support us to do more, just imagine how many more people we can impact and, and support and, and, you know, spread that around. So, traction, whether it's revenue traction, um, it's it's impact, it, it's stories from, from students, it's testimonials. We have that traction. This is not a, an idea pie in the sky. We've been doing it for years and we have successful students and that's what they want to support. Welcome to the Web Design Business Podcast with your host, Josh Hall. Helping you build a web design business that gives you freedom and a lifestyle you love.
0: Hello, friend, and welcome into the Web Design Business Podcast. Speaking of business, did you know there is a whole new, likely hidden world to you that you may not know about that can help you grow your web design business? And that is through grants. Now, I do not know much until after the conversation I'm about to let you in on, but I have not known virtually anything about grants and about funding and about the different programs out there to help business owners, whether you're starting a web design business right now, or even if you're more established and are able to use grant funding to help grow your business and take it to the next level. I didn't know anything about this until I talked to one of my colleagues, Julia Taylor, who is the founder and CEO of Geek Pack. And she had mentioned recently about the grant game and that she's getting further and further into getting grants for her business. And in fact, as you'll find out, she has learned a lot about grants over the past year, year and a half or so. And she's actually to this point received over $325,000 in grant funding for her business over the last year and a half. So needless to say, I was like, you know what? This is somebody I want to talk to to learn more about the grant game and to see if it's an option for you to help grow your business. Again, whether you're just starting out or you're established and would like to potentially explore grant options if numbers are down this year, or if you want to grow wings of your business and have more funds for marketing and for hiring and for growing your business. There are so many options for grants for you as a web designer, and don't forget you can also tell your clients or soon to be clients that if they feel like they can't afford a website, they could potentially look into grants themselves to be able to hire you to build their website. So the grant game is fascinating. That's exactly what we're going to dive into in this episode with Julia Taylor of geek pack. You can find out more about her and what she's up to at geekpack.com. And I would joke about this in the interview, but I told her, I was like, you have got to make a course. On grants because she's just a wealth of knowledge already. So, if you also want a course on grants from uh, Julia and Geek Pack, let her know, connect, uh, connect with her. Go to geekpack.com to connect with her and all the social media that she's active on. Uh, but let her know you heard about her on the Web Design Business Podcast on the grant episode and let her know that you might be interested in some more resources, because I sure am too. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. It was a blast, something we don't talk about at all on the podcast at this point. So I learned a lot. I think you will too. Here's Julia. Julia, what a pleasure to have you back on again for round two. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat.
1: Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. Excited to be back and uh, to talk about something very different and new.
0: Very different and new. We've never talked about this on the podcast to this point. I don't know anything about this, which is why I wanted to turn to you because you mentioned just recently that it's kind of like a new, almost wing of your business or something that you're, you're really looking into more and more. And that is grants. Uh it's fat. This thing is fascinating to me because it just never dawned on me. Actually, I never even thought about it or knew anyone that did anything with getting a grant until Eric, the CEO of my agency, when he went full time within transit, he's like, oh, yeah, I just got a $5,000 grant. So I'm getting some new gear. And I was like, what? What? How did you do that? What? What? Where? Who? Why? How? Like, I didn't even know this was possible. So there's like this whole world that a lot of people don't know about. And and just like you, I serve a lot of people who are at different stages of their journey, but a lot of people getting into web design and building their business. And for folks either early on or more established, there's a lot of opportunities for grants. So I don't even know where to start other than to say like, is that fair to say like there's this hidden world of opportunity for grants?
1: Absolutely. And I, I've been talking about um, grants um, just recently, because, so let me start with, um, one of the, one of the questions I get immediately is, um, I'm not a nonprofit. I can't get a grant. Um, but you absolutely can. There are so many grants out there that exist for for-profit businesses. So you're you're good. Um, in case you're wondering, um, you're you're you know starting out. You're thinking, oh, this doesn't apply to me. I'm not a nonprofit. I'm I'm a for-profit company. And in the last 12 months, we have been awarded 325 thousand dollars in grants. And when I say grants, that is free money. Um, it is the, some things I have to do. I have some. Um, you know extra paperwork to do some of the grants they've literally dropped the money right in my bank account and there's nothing else that needs to be done um, but state grants, federal grants things like that they, there is a little bit more um, red tape that goes along with it to get that funding um, but we we've done it and um, it's it's a fantastic thing to consider uh, for your business particularly if you if you have a Um, a mission that is more than just, I want to make money. Like if you have a mission that you believe in, that you um, support people or initiatives that are bigger than yourself, that's what grant funders are looking for. Um, Because they're not just going to give you money because because you want more money. There needs to be something more to it. So Keep that in mind when you kind of consider um, going for grants.
0: So right off the top here, important thing that I just realized is that it's not just for new business owners like Eric when he started his stuff and got a 5K grant, but also, I mean, your business is established and you have a team and this is it's not like you just started and are looking for funding Mm -hmm. to be able to build up systems and team and scale. It's like you've already been in place. I want to dive into grant funders, but I'm kind of curious, when did you get into the grant game if we yeah. if we call it that and i'm going to let my golden retriever out so please keep talking julie i'll be right back she's just crafting to get out but i want to keep yeah, us rolling
1: yeah sure so let's see when did i get into the grant game um it was um a little over a year ago well probably about a year and a half ago i I went through a, a local accelerator program, so this is something that I would highly recommend anyone um, check out and, and see what what is local to you, whether it's in in your your city, your county, your state. Um, but accelerator programs, sometimes they're referred to as incubators. Um, this is where you get business mentors that kind of help you in your current stage of business to to move on to the to the next stage that you want to get to. And really, so much of the success that we've had with grants is been um, networking and relationship building, and which is is hard for me because I'm an introvert and I like to be at home. <laughs> but um, the success that we've had is is people saying, "Oh, do you, do you know about this grant or that grant?" And um, I, I found out about it and I applied for it. So. It all starts with me joining this local accelerator program and going through that and people saying, Hey, here's a, here's a grant, um, for women owned businesses. Here is a grant for, um, you know, tech education businesses. And, you know, have you, have you tried this now we've applied for a lot of grants and not won all of them. So it is something, it is kind of a numbers game. Um, but once you get one, get two, we've found that, that, People like to then support businesses that have already received funding, which is a, a cool hmm. thing. So, you know, once you get that snowball effect, um, it really starts to work out. So, it was about a um, year, year and a half ago when I started applying for grants.
0: And was there a need for that, or was it just like, why not? apply. Cause part of me is like, how much time are we talking about here? What is the, mm-hmm. what's the red tape of like the application processes? Am I doing calls? Am I going to have to write up like a small book in order to get somebody to look at it? Like how many denials do I want to get to make this worthwhile? Am I going to spend a hundred hours going for a grant and get like $5,000, which is not be worth a hundred hours. Yeah. Uh, that's just the, you know, the apprehensive side of me. Like mm-hmm. what did those factors come into mind when you got into it? Um,
1: they didn't because I was just so new to it and I wanted to kind of just, just try everything. And the, the thing is, is let me, let me try and, um, make this make as much sense as possible. So we, um, I've had my business geek pack since 2018 and we have primarily always done stuff from a B to C Angle, And we have courses and we um, teach women how to code, how to build websites, um, development kind of techie stuff. And we've been doing that on a one on one basis through Facebook ads. So, you know, through organic marketing. So that's what we've been doing for years. I have a very big vision for my business and it all comes down to reach and impact. And we want to get more women into tech. At the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do. And the the realization that I had when going through this accelerator program was, if I can partner with one organization, a company, a nonprofit, like whatever that looks like, that has hundreds or thousands of women, then all of a sudden we've reached thousands rather than one. Does that make sense? So, and mm-hmm. that we call that our, um, we call it the Kickback Partners Program. We call it our B2B side of the the business. And because I have this big vision and, and mission for the company um, and this new angle, I have used that for the, the grant applications. And I would, and some of them have taken a long time Um very, very long time. Some that have taken a long time have not come to fruition. But one thing that we found that works really well for us is I worked with a, she was a copywriter. Um, She was a a contract copywriter for me for a while, but she used to be a grant writer and she wrote one of my grants and it was, it was the biggest grant that we received. It was 250,000 through the state of Colorado. Wow. Um, She helped me write that grant and we have repurposed. I mean, here we are, like we know how to repurpose stuff like this podcast is going to go in a lot of different places. We know how to do that. And I took that knowledge of repurposing content and I used that with the grant. Mm-hmm. So I had a grant writer write this grant application and we have repurposed that language that she has used for all other grant applications that have been successful and that have not. And that has worked really, really well for us. And that's something I would I would highly recommend: is if you if you are going for a big grant, hire someone to help you with it who knows how to write grants. But then know that you can repurpose that content for a lot of other stuff down the road. So we we had a lot of uh, success with that.
0: I was going to say, I imagine if you do one, even if you didn't get it, you're probably getting a lot of the content and mission and. All that out of the way to where you could repurpose it and double yeah. up or duplicate, you know, copy and paste kind of stuff, I'd imagine.
1: A hundred percent. And you know, for your um for your audience and the folks who will probably be be listening to this, if you don't have like this, you know, big mission and vision like I do, well, you can still have language in the grant that is um, positively impacting your clients. So, you know, think about how you could write a grant. And if you're um, a small business owner, I'll use one of my students as an example. I found out a couple of months ago that she was inspired by us getting grants and she went to her local chamber of commerce and she joined the local chamber of commerce and found out about a, a grant that was for uh, women-owned businesses. And she dragged her feet because she she wanted to apply, but but she thought, oh, I'm never going to get it. She applied and she got it, and she got like ten grand as as just a, a local business owner. So you can start small, but the what she did in her grant application is she said, I want to serve. Um, local small business owners who were negatively impacted by COVID. Mm. So that's how she kind of presented that grant application. Oh,
0: it's not and about her. It's not about her necessarily her business, but it's the results she's getting for her. Ab-
1: absolutely. So sort of think it. about who you, who you will serve if you were to receive that grant funding um another um thing i probably should have written all this down because i keep getting ideas and stuff yeah no, this is
0: great to- love the transcript so <laughs>
1: <laughs> one thing to keep in mind and i would i would always recommend that um that people do this when when you write a grant application and they're all different and they all ask you know varying types of questions um they will always ask how are you going to use the funding and every single successful application that we've had we have said we are going to use the funding to hire someone to do the thing that we mm. that we're saying we're going to do because it that's job creation gotcha. and every grant organization wants to support job creation so you and it could be in the case of the one of my students if she got 10 grand that could be a you know she could get a contractor in like whatever that looks like you don't have to use it. Some of them, you do have to use it for what you say, but use that language, um, to create more jobs, to achieve the thing that you want to achieve for, for that end user that you've identified that needs what you have.
0: Gotcha. So you don't want to tell them we really need a new couch. So yeah. can I get this grant? Got yeah. it. Uh, this is wonderful already, Julie. This is awesome. So couple, oh gosh. There's like so many things I want to dive into here. The local thing is huge because I, I didn't really think about grants. I mean, it really is such a local or state type of game. When we had chatted before this, what prompted this conversation is I just asked you about grants because I had a couple of students I was talking to about it. And then you sent me this Loom video and it made me realize like it's this is a hard thing to to share exactly on because I would imagine it's so different between states. Right. Like these programs are going to be largely based locationally but if somebody is overseas i i don't know i'm sure there are like non geographic grants so i, w- I want to get to that but i do not want to miss something which is really important here which is the grant funders and uh-huh. i think you just hit the nail on the head with sharing like well why are they going to give somebody money to to do something in their business it's going to be to grow the like grow the economy yeah. What, which is probably makes sense if it's local, because like they, they wanted to give 10 grand to this person to help hire somebody to grow their business, which is going to help the economy. What else? I guess why else are there grant funders? Why else are people giving money to businesses in the form of grants?
1: Um I have found that um a lot of the grants that I come across are for um the 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 end user as in um well actually it's it's both who's applying. So as a, as a women owned, um, female owned business, I, there, there's a lot of grants out there for, for me and my business. Um, a lot of grants refer to, um, they, they want to support impact entrepreneurs, which I apply for a lot of those grants because I have a very, very big vision, which is impacting hundreds of thousands of people. And that's, that's sort of the language that they use um, for, for some of those bigger grants. Um, So they, even things like um, improving the economy, absolutely job creation, um, big, big issues. So um, solar, uh, you know, energy um, any, any ways to make, um, solar, more common, um, clean water, medical devices. Those are even, even food. Um, I I see retail, um, grants that exist Mm. and you might think to yourself, like if you're listening and you're like, well, I don't do any of that. I, I build websites. Okay. Well, what if you say that you're, that you're creating this, this new product where you are building websites for, um, small solar businesses in rural Wyoming. I, that would that has a, the potential of being funded just because you're kind of changing that language. Um, so every grant will will say who it's for and what they want, what they're looking for. So you want to when you see a grant application, you want to read through and make sure you apply, but have a have like a new initiative, and that—that's gotcha. what we did. That worked really well. Is we call it the Geek Pack Partners Program. So, if you're a web designer and you build websites for for small businesses, think of how could you um, have a new initiative that's a that's a, a arm of your business, and you support these these business owners by building them websites that convert, that that do all these things in order for them to be able to. Make the world a better place. So just think creatively about how what you do can help other people that help the the wider world.
0: And I think for somebody like me, that's key. Like if I'm gonna look into a couple of grants, I I'm guessing, and I think you said this in the Olympia, it's like I don't know how many like white guy grants there are like I'm probably not the the ideal fit for most grants but I help a lot of people I help black owned business owners and women owned business owners one of my students is a stay at home mom who was able to take her business to six figures this year like that's mm-hmm. the kind of story you're really reminding me that it's not about me it's about who I'm serving and using my business as a tool to serve them better and Absolutely. to spread the reach of what I do but it's not at all about me, Josh personally, it's about my mission, what I'm doing, absolutely. so I appreciate you just framing that to make sure like that because that seems like the most important part for any business, but particularly for somebody in my type of situation,
1: yep, yep, absolutely and it's it's that piece and when i when I hired the grant writer, she gave me so much good advice, and she said um if your' if the grant application is is very specific on this like new thing, the new project, this new initiative, how that is going to have the impact that you want it to just call it something new. Because as she says, grant funders, like the people that read your application, they want to give you money. They, they genuinely do. They want to give you money to do this thing. So if you can get your application to tell a story, but also, like do everything that the application says. If you're a rule follower and you 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 read the instructions and you're really, really clear and you're doing exact like character limits, don't go over them. Because mm-hmm. if you do, the grant funders are looking for any excuse to put you in the no pile. So don't give them any reason to put you in the no pile. Do everything you're supposed to, it, it says to do, follow the instructions very, very clearly, and then tell a story with your application, which again, we do this stuff all the time. Like we know how to do this. It's just being a little bit creative with the, how we're telling this story and about who it's going to serve.
0: Mm, That's wonderful. Well, we have to talk about this because if you haven't already, I'm going to have to get you to make the Geek Pack grant course available (laughs) here soon, because this has (laughs) got to be packaged up. Uh, Grant funders, who are these people? Are they state officials? Are they business owners? Is it a tax write off for them? I guess. I know there are amazing people in the world who love to give and are charitable, but I just wonder like, what is, what's in it for them in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, I guess. It's a weird, yeah. you know, naive question, but I, I just don't know. I don't know anything about this.
1: Yeah, sure. And I'll, I, and you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm relatively new to this so I I will speak on my my own experience and the grants sure. that we we've, we've been awarded. Um, the I'll, I'll start with the, the first one which is the 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 big one that we got from the state of Colorado and that was for 250,000. Now there are some parameters that go along with it. I had to, you know, match a certain amount and there's a lot of red tape and and things. So that's the biggest but also the biggest like the hardest one
0: to to mm. To, to get around. Sounds today. like a big web design project. It's awesome, it's been, <laughs> yeah. but oh, there's a lot more red tape and a lot more phone calls and meetings. Yeah.
1: Oh yes. Yes, absolutely. And that is all funded through, um, I'm certain, um, Colorado tax. So now I'm fortunate to live in Colorado where they are incredibly supportive of small business owners. And there's a lot of opportunities for grant funding. So a lot will depend on the state that you're in. So something to, to look into and whatever state you're in, just Google, um, you know, Ohio grants for small businesses, just to see what what's out there. So that is the state of Colorado wants to support small business owners. And the grant that I got was called the, um, advanced industries grant. Mm. Now, normally you would think, oh, that's, that's manufacturing. That's, um, you know, that's really like advanced industries. I mean, that's, that's what they refer to it. And I didn't think that I would apply, but apparently I did. And and we were able to kind of change the language and make it, make it fit right with the advanced industries of tech education. Like we are innovating the way that tech education is done. That that was the, the, how we, how we put that, um, into the application. So, I would check out your state and see what opportunities there are for small business owners. Um, I would also recommend looking at your um, city level, county level region, because there will be, um, there'll be um, grant opportunities there as well. Uh, Let's see. So another um, two grants that I received were from a organization called Hello Alice. So everyone here, I want you to go to Hello Alice i'm not sure if it's .com or .org but just um, hello alice it's completely free to it sign .com, up .com by the way okay hello alice.com it's free to sign up for an account and then um, get their email newsletters because you'll get an email that says new grant opportunities um, and the really cool thing about hello alice is once you apply for one and you then apply for a second it saves your your, your responses. So
0: Uh, we've
1: probably, uh, I want to say we've probably applied for eight or 10 grants with hello, Alice, and we've received two totaling together, 75 grand.
0: Wow. That's amazing. The
1: first one took a little bit longer because it was the first one that I did. The second one, it didn't didn't take as long because we just kind of duplicated the content over. Of course you want to read through it and make sure it applies with, with what it's going for. But those two, were funded by, um, investment, um, companies. So the first was, um, tiger global management. So if you go and Google tiger global management, they're a huge, um, investment equity, um, company. So they invest in companies all over the world, um, equity investment, and they have a nonprofit arm. So tiger global has a nonprofit arm called tiger global, um, Venture, something, 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 but that's their nonprofit arm. So you've got this massive company that makes a lot of money, and they put money aside into their nonprofit that then supports small businesses in the hopes that if it takes off, they might then invest in it in the long term. So, okay. so they've taken a, this this kind of long term approach with these businesses. That was one of them. And then the other was um, Antares Capital, A N T E R R A S maybe Antares Capital, another um, investment kind of um, equity capital firm. I'm using all the wrong phrase, phraseology. (laughs) Um, And they have a nonprofit that supports small businesses. And that's where that grant funding came from. So those two... Um, any, I, I'm pretty certain the first one was, um, was female owned businesses. The second one was not. So there are opportunities there. Absolutely. Um, I believe right now they have a, a grant that's um, funded by Stacy's pita chips. Stacy, you know, we've probably all had that before. So retail, um, companies could apply for that. So, uh, sc- excuse me, uh, restaurant. restaurant yeah. Apply for that. Um,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah. So, so there's. There's nationwide here, U.S. Um, funding opportunities. There's federal funding opportunities. There's state, there's, there's local, there's county. Um, one of the other ones that I received was a competition. It was an accelerator program competition that I went through with the the state of Colorado. So really just start kind of um Googling, you know what what's yeah. available in your state? That's probably the best place to start that I would say.
0: I was just thinking like a practical path to get started. I would imagine, yeah, state state grants or funding opportunities. But even like you mentioned your the your student who did the the ten thousand what that was there through a chamber of commerce, right? yep, yep. so there even that, like what what locally could could I don't know how many local searches for grants are happening. Like that's probably, I imagine one of those might be lower, but probably one of the quickest wins would be something through a chamber of commerce or a networking type of situation, a business growth, startup company or something like that. There's a tons of tons of those in Columbus, for example. So that makes a lot of sense to start local citywide uh, statewide. And then from there, I'm kind of curious, do you, do you know like globally what's the grant, I don't want to call it like the grant market but do you know what that looks like for like Canada or even just other countries in general that are outside of North America UK Australia Europe whatever do you know what it looks like there
1: I'm I'm certain they exist I'm I'm mostly familiar with um, U.S. grant funding however I would imagine it would be very similar so Canada for example or, or the UK you know put in, um, your, your county or province. um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's just Google searching Mm -hmm. the, there are international opportunities. Um, I have found the, the big international grants, um, are through big companies, um, big, you know, think, think of Coca-Cola for example, or, or any massive, um, corporation that exists all around the world, they will have, um, grant opportunities that are open to anyone all around the world. Um, those are going to be the hardest to get, um, because there's so much more competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, the, the, they, they that's still an option. Absolutely.
0: What's been your experience with the process for some of these? I'm sure it varies depending on the, the, like you mentioned the big one, but it was also a lot of red tape. Like, are we talking, I mean, I imagine you're not just going to submit a form and then, bam, two hundred thousand dollar you know grant awarded. I imagine for bigger ones, especially, I'm sure there's are there like phone calls. Are there like levels? Almost, I I almost think of this like a like an RFP, like a request for a proposal. It's like a request for a grant. I imagine there's like different levels. You got to pass to get to the next level. You talk to this person. Is that is that? Am I guessing that's kind of how it works for at least some of the bigger ones?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, they're all they're all different. And the two with hello, Alice was an application and then boom, money dropped into my account.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Uh,
1: that, so those were the, I mean, that was the easiest 75 grand I've made, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, to be fair, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to get to the point to where you can, you know, apply. And, and, and. Then, I was going to say you had
0: already got help at that point, right? Like yes, you're I the grant writer and everything.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I did. I did have that. And I knew the language to use and, things like that so um those the ones with hello alice are the easiest um the state one the the 251 that was a a very in-depth application but after that it there it was a you've been awarded now there's all this red tape that's how that one went um i i'm i'm currently going through a application process for another one um that I can't talk about because, um, it's not publicly known yet. Um, but that application process took about, uh, seven months. I was interviewed, uh, three times. My, every team member was interviewed advisors were interviewed. Um, clients were interviewed and I had to, I had to pitch. So I have been doing, um, presentations. So I, I share my slides and I kind of go through, you know, who we are and what we do and what problem we're solving and our previous traction and what our future is going to look like. So I have, I have pitch, I have, I have pitch decks, um, for grants for all kinds of different, um, different things. And the, the, the culmination of this, this one that I'm referring to that I don't mean to be so kind of secretive about it, but it, I, I can't, I can't talk about it. Um, oh, I
0: understand. <laughs>
1: um, that one has easily been the, um, the, the hardest and the most time consuming and the, the due diligence that they have required, the interviews, I would say that's not super common. Um, but it, the, the breadth of, of what is asked for, I, we were recently awarded 5,000. Um, and I did a lot of work for that, that 5,000, However, in addition to the 5000, I also got a 90 minute session with seven um of these like very um um uh very successful entrepreneur professionals who've, you know, been acquired or sold and you know, done all this big stuff. Hmm. I got 90 minutes with them, which is wow, way okay. worth, way more than the 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 five grand I mean five grand is great but that's what I really wanted and and that and that's what I got so what you what you get from it it can vary across the board um yeah
0: seven months I mean Julia this is like a part of your business I mean it really sounds like you're taking this seriously and doing a lot I mean obviously for the big grants I imagine you have to in order to 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 secure one but I mean my, one question I have is like it. Is this, is it worth it? I mean, I guess it must be worth it rather. Cause I, part of me feels like this has got to pull you away from your business. If you're particularly for these big ones. I mean, if it's a seven month thing, you probably could have created a few courses in that time or built, you know, built the membership. So I just wonder like, where's the line that is worth it? You know, doing it like doing the grant game Or should I actually just focus and grow my business and just get grants that I can kind of thing? I guess, where where do you draw that line? Or is this worth it as a part of your business?
1: Yeah, it's such a good question. And during that uh, 90 minute session that I had with those advisors, they asked that exact same thing. And they said, okay, you know, great that you've got all this momentum and you, you you know, it's, it's, it's worked so well, but you know, at, at some point, like if, if we were to start going for, you know, 500 grand million plus grants, we need full-time people just applying for them and then going through all the all the red tape and it hadn't really occurred to me until they brought it up and you know just as you have that the i would say our primary goal with applying for these grants and being awarded them is not the cash yes the money helps but it's actually the networking the relationship building and the introductions that is is really what we're going for. So for us, we have decided that for the foreseeable future, we will continue to apply for grants at the level that we're at and what we can do within our current capacity, but not, not million plus grants because that's a whole nother level that, that gotcha. is, you need partners and it's, it's a, it, that's a full-time job.
0: Well, I was thinking too. I imagine this is strategic for you because your your business, Geek Pack. I mean, you guys are helping primarily women get into tech, like you mentioned. So that that mission probably brings you into a different world than, say, mine is. Where, uh, yeah, like I'm specifically helping web designers build web design businesses, but that's a little bit different than yours. That has probably a broader reach towards like the entire world. I mean, don't you have a goal like a hundred thousand? Women.
1: We, we, we did, we've actually just recently increased it to, um, a million by 2030.
0: Oh, okay. So a million women brought into tech. right So that, okay. So that makes sense as to why, like the partner thing, like that would be really hard to do with Facebook ads and yeah. <laughs> me, measly podcast interviews with people like myself. But if you're networking and shaking hands and rubbing shoulders with people who are like legit business owners who have done have massive, you know, networking partners and stuff like that. That makes sense as to why this shed some light some light for me is like why why are you spending so much time going for these big grants? That makes sense to me if I'm kind of reading that right that there's Absolutely. a not Absolutely. a hidden motive but there's a strate- there's a strategy behind this that isn't just on the outside of of just getting quick cash.
1: Absolutely. And and I've also found that um, kind of really exploring that, you know, Real business that you know, brick and mortar, like big, big companies, big corporations. As I'm kind of figuring out that world because it's very different than what I know. Um, people like to be surrounded by people who are um, w- winning and and moving forward and growing and scaling. And and other people are saying, "We like what you're doing." So every time we are awarded a new grant. I want to tell those advisors and the people that are introducing me to other Mm. companies because it's that extra validation for them and for me. And we're finding that the momentum is just kind of stacking on itself. And I'm, you know, I want to be introduced to the, you know, to the C-suite at Walmart or the, you know, I, I, that's what I, because if I can get an in at a big company and we can train thousands and thousands of their employees, you know, upskill them in some tech skills. That is helping me reach that vision of a million by 2030.
0: Is the corporate world behind the movement towards tech and online business? Part of me wonders, like, with labor shortage the way it is, I feel like corporate folks would probably want to get people like actually working in restaurants at Walmart, doing things where people are actually like going to work rather than working from home remotely. Is that the case or, or is it actually the opposite that that's actually really pushed, but like, you know, online business tech kind of stuff is pushed now.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because we've, for so long, we've focused on, um, you know, teaching people how to start their own business, um, and, and, and work from home and work remotely and, and all that, you know, that that's what we've done for so long. And, as we speak with companies and as we start to figure out this other world, the the direction that we're kind of navigating and going in is upskilling current employees of these big companies. Because these big companies are worried about retention.
0: I and see. Interesting.
1: Employee so we, we provide the the virtual community for women or other, any other, you know, to help that company support their DEI goals, that diversity inclusion. And we provide short cohort based learning on a certain topic that upskills the employee, but also the company. Is is investing in their employee because they want them to kind of move up in the in the business. So that's the the angle that we're kind of toying with now. Um, and and it's yeah, you know, we're really excited with where that'll where that'll go. But it's taken us like a year to figure all this out. So yeah. none of this was, you know, overnight, oh, we're gonna work with companies and do X, Y, and Z. It's taken a long time and a lot of work to figure it out.
0: I was going to say, I mean, we chatted earlier this year for the first time you were on the podcast in 249. And yeah, I don't even remember you mentioning this at all. Uh, and maybe some of it was, yeah, it just wasn't quite, you weren't quite in the game like you were now. But, yeah. um, but it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it sounds like the grant game, if we call it that, has kind of helped you see a new like, vision for your business, right? I mean, Absolutely. it really like it brought you into a whole new world.
1: And it's so much of it, and I've I've said this a number of times um on grant interviews or um think things like that is a lot of it is validation because I, I probably talked about this on the last podcast, but I really struggle with imposter syndrome. And doing doing these and people who who have you know been entrepreneurs for decades and they've sold businesses and like done all this really big stuff. And they look at what we've done at Geekpack and they're like, wow, you've, you are profitable from day one and you're actually making money and you know how to build a team and, and all this. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've figured it out along the way, but what we do in the online business world is, is really, really impressive to the outside world, because mm. we are making we are making real money immediately. And apparently, that's not the norm. So it's um, a lot of it is is validation. And, and am I the, the right person to lead my team with this massive vision? Because I question myself all the time and they say, no, you are the right leader, you, you are the right entrepreneur to do this. And it's like, Okay, cool. So I, I'm going to continue to believe in myself and keep going. So there's there are some ulterior motives to do these things other than just the cash, that validation, but also the introductions, the networking and relationships that come along with it.
0: How are you guys using the funding for your business? I know some of you, some of the ones that you've, you've got, you said you're able to just use it. However, some of it is a little more red tape. Is it is it marketing is it hiring is it uh yeah what's what's i guess how have you used primarily the grant money
1: um primarily for um hiring we grew by the our- way
0: everyone who's not watching this julia is on a yacht in the ocean so
1: ah <laughs> uh, yeah i know i wish uh, primarily that'll, be, for that'll be next
0: year when you get the big grant okay good <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes um primarily for uh staffing uh for hiring mm-hmm. and that's um all the that's what we say we use it all for and now since May I want to say since May I've had a full time um, employee whose primary focus is only the Geek Pack Partners program,
0: oh, and wow. she
1: does a lot of the the initial grant applications. I'm the the one that does the interviews and and the pitching, but but she does you know ninety percent of the stuff that needs to be done because it is time consuming. So I do have a full time employee that focuses on on the partners program, and that has enabled us to, to do all, all these things. But I fund her role with grant money.
0: With grant. Gotcha. Grant proceeds or yeah. So, sorry, I think I lost you there. I think it was my internet, but you mentioned having basically a full-time person to, to manage this, but are you do, is this kind of like a part of your workflow now week to week, month to month, or is this something you do seasonally? Do you go, you know, do you go ham on grants for a month or two and then back off it for the next while or is this kind of like uh, again kind of a part of your your business and your routine now?
1: A, a lot of it is um as and when they come up. And and now we are we're a little bit more particular about what we're going for um and making sure that we're we're a really good fit and we know now what 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 works and what doesn't. So we we look at every grant opportunity and kind of say okay, do we have a good chance of getting this? And if we do, then um, what would that, you know, what would that look like and how much time does it take um, and, and all the stuff that goes along with it? So we're, we're a lot more um, knowledgeable with them. Mm-hmm. So I, I meet with my partner's program manager weekly and we discuss, you know, discovery calls, but also grant opportunities and, and how things are moving forward. Um and like right now, things are really slow. I doubt there's gonna be many grant opportunities until, you know, January, February, just because that's that's you know everyone everyone kind of slows down around this time. So it's a as and when things come up that we are a good fit for, uh, we'll go for. It. but we've we've also recognized our limitation and how we don't want to, we don't want grants to be the only thing that we're doing long-term because the big ones are just a real, real hassle.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. totally. it. I could see that for sure. So I imagine somebody interested in looking into the grant stuff. We've covered some good strategies so far with getting started locally, citywide, statewide. You mentioned again, for anyone who was like, what the heck was that website? Hello, Um There's kind of the two pronged mission w- with receiving a grant from, from my perspective, which is like, People who are a woman-owned business, black-owned business. I mentioned before we went live. I have a student in Web Designer Pro who is deaf, and I told him I was like, "There's got to be some grant options for deaf business owners." Like, I'm sure there are some out there, and he would probably be a, a a shoe in for a lot of those. Like somebody who is marginalized in some way. In my situation, it's about who I serve and helping people, all people, but a lot of like moms and who else who are growing their own businesses. So there's kind of those two. Ends of like the as far as like the why of grants, I imagine. Um, mm-hmm. So this has really kind of helped shed some light on that for me. The other thing you mentioned there too, though, was like how to use the the money in this case. And I would imagine this comes into play when they ask you inevitably. Okay, how are you going to mo- use this ten grand that we give you, for example? Um One thing I'm thinking about is like because this year has been a, a down year for me, and I've talked about that publicly. We're on the upswing now, which is great, but. I did have to cut my team's hours down a little bit and I would love to hire more right now. Like I, I'm kind of delaying on some things just cause I don't have the funds to be able to, to hire some people, but with a grant I totally could. So that's kind of one thing I'm thinking about with this is it's not immediate cash. It's like almost an investment investment for something in your business that's going to produce more fruit moving forward. Like if a, it's almost like a loan that you use now that you, you're able to, to do a lot more over the next three, six months to a year. Is that you're shaking your head is that kind of like in a good way is that kind of the mindset too with some of this funding okay.
1: Yeah absolutely and you know as you're talking I'm I'm immediately kind of thinking oh what what could what could an angle that you know Josh could use in a in a grant application and if you this is just an idea that just kind of came up and this is something that that anyone could um could could use as an idea is you could create a a new initiative a new kind of program that is a scholarship um, a or um, a, a, a new thing that is specific for marginalized communities, but you want to um, get uh, moms, small business owners, rural uh, veterans. I mean that that's absolutely a marginalized uh, community. Um, where, um, BIPOC, you know, any any marginalized community, you could say I'm going to create this thing. And we are going to um, have a scholarship program where they are able to come into my community, uh, my membership, and get this training to start their own business to improve their local economy. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that is a, an idea of a way that you could reach the people that you want to reach, have the impact that you want to have within this kind of project concept of who you're going to serve and why and how they're going to impact their local community. And you could say, I'm going to use the 10 grand to um, hire someone to to run that program. You know, That's one way to kind of think outside the box when it comes to gotcha. um, getting grant funding.
0: Or even like for me, like if I were to do something like that, I'd say I could probably use that to have, uh, somebody in my community, web probably like help coach them along with myself to be able to coach them through getting started yeah. paying for the resources, everything absolutely. else. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you're already thinking along those lines. Um, and that's what telling a story with a grant application, um, so that the, the person who's reading it can picture and go, okay, I can, I can see, you know, whether it's, it's, Thousands of people being impacted, or one—it doesn't—it doesn't matter. They just want their funding to go to something meaningful, meaningful and worthwhile.
0: Gotcha. So interesting. This has been great, Julie. Again, I, you sent me a little ten-minute Loom video that really shed some light on this. But I, re, I once I saw it, I was like, I want to go deeper into this because there's so much of this that is. There's multi-layered and multi-leveled, you know, there, like you said, there's, there's not only the mission of like what this grant money could go towards for you and your business, but the mission of who you serve, how you help. And then also a new world, like bringing, bringing people into a a, a different world that, like I said, you didn't have experience with, but it's interesting seeing you see the opportunity now and like how that change your vision of Geek Pack. Because now suddenly you're, again, you're, like you said, that one grant got you most importantly, that 90 minute presentation with a bunch of, I guess, quote unquote, bigwigs who probably have a, are, are open to a larger world that may not know about you at all right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's a, it's a really cool kind of world to get into. And I, I'd, I'd say, you know, as we talked about, start local, um, whether it's, it's, local within your your community chamber of commerce or at the state level that i mean hello alice that can't hurt it's free just sign up for their newsletter and see what comes through um but starting local and my my in was really with this accelerator program and i i was the anomaly when i went through that accelerator program because i didn't have a traditional brick and mortar because i wasn't you know creating hiking backpacks or you know trailers or you know food to go up into the mountains. I mean, everything around where I live is all about the outdoor industry. But just because the way we do business is a little bit different than kind of traditional, that doesn't mean that we're we're not very successful business owners in our own right in, in any right. And that's something I've learned on this journey. Cause I used to think, Oh, I'm an online business owner. You know, it's not real business. I don't know why I was saying that to myself. Um, And we know a lot more than we give ourselves credit for on how to run a business, how to make money, how to keep money, how to be profitable, how to generate revenue, you know, fresh ideas, how to market online. I mean, we are ahead of the curve versus traditional business. And I I think, you know, just, just know that, you know, talking to you or anyone in your audience, we are doing really awesome things in the online business space and, and we, we deserve a seat at the table.
0: That is so well said. What a way to put a cap on this conversation that That was beautiful, and it really is important too, because that was kind of one of my thoughts too is like who's going to give a web designer money so they can buy a new computer and you know sit on the sit on the couch with p j s and cheetos web building a website but i that's obviously not what's going on and mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's kind of wondering like is that the view that a lot of the corporate world has about anyone with an online business? But I think you just said it, it is so much more than that. We are business owners if anything we have a lot of barriers that a lot of the, the brick and mortar world doesn't have uh, in the way of just the nature of online business in general. Uh, So yeah, that's fascinating. That's great. And what
1: I found is that um, that's something that I was telling myself, but no one has ever said that to me. No one, no one in traditional business in brick and mortar has ever said to me, Oh, you're just an online business and you sit at home in your PJs with Cheetos. Literally no one has ever said that. And all the, 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 past 18 months of you know doing what i've been doing but i said it to myself and i don't i don't really know why i did when, too. do
0: i just that was my thought why do we do this to ourselves why, where know. does this come from because you're right when i whenever i talk with corporate people they're like so what do you do and i'm like oh, i'm an online uh, educator course creator and they're like so you like you make a living just like with your website i'm like yeah and uh, they're like so you just like sell courses and they're like you have a community, like you build like how do you build an online community online? Like that is like I, I we take it for granted what we yes. do and web designers in general. It's amazing yes. what we can do. And for us, we don't think anything about it. And we may have this view that the world is looking at us in some way, but nine times nine point nine 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 times out of time out of ten, that's not the case. No. Uh, not the case at all. Yeah.
1: So it, it is. It's fascinating because I I tell myself stories in my head all the time. And I think we all do. And that's normal. And it's only been um, it's taken me 18 months to go, oh, wow, like I I deserve a seat at the table. And, and you know, people have given us three hundred and twenty, I say three hundred and twenty five grand. Um, and they believe in what we're doing and, and they, they know the traction that we've had and, and the revenue we've had in the past. And, you know, it's been a hard year and the team that I have, they believe in, in what we're doing. So why, why am I not so sure? I don't know. You know, it's just, it's just it, imposter syndrome at the
0: end yeah. of the day. Did that help you at all did you mention that at all cuz i know you had publicly stated that you guys have had a, a you know a downturn this year with geek pack did you mention that you know it's been a trying year in some ways in any of those
1: I have um uh, and a number of um a, a big interview i had just recently um i mentioned that and you know i don't really know another way other than um transparency and honesty yeah. <laughs> i'm a, i'm a terrible liar i'll never forget is a little off topic. I, um, I used to work for the government and I went through a polygraph test, um, as part of my security clearance. And I'll never forget the guy saying, cause you do all these, um, like he'll ask, you know, what day of the week is it? And you lie to kind of see what's the, what's your threshold. <laughs> and now I remember him saying, you're a terrible liar. And like, I know my face was red and <laughs> Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know another way to be not only with my audience, but just in, in general, when, you know, in interviews and um, I've found, I have said very clearly, you know, here's our traction over the last few years, but this year's tough. And it's a number of factors, you know, it's, it's growing the team because, you know, employees are expensive. They're awesome, but it's pricey. And, and that kind of growth profitability. So, you know, for profitable for years and all of a sudden this year is is hard because we're trying to do a lot of things we've got the team the economy is not great and i've i've said all this in interviews and in applications and i genuinely think that they appreciate that on it cuz it's not all rainbows and unicorns and they will see all the numbers eventually. So I might as well just tell them and be open and honest about it. Yeah. And a number of them have come back and said, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough time for small business. It's a tough time for founders. Um, it's, it's a tough year for, for everyone. And, um, I was just I wondering,
0: about it. yeah, I was just wondering if, you know, that is, is, I hate to say it like an angle, but that is some, especially if you are an established business that has had a down year or a down amount of time for however much time, if that's something to, to put in there. But also I imagine there's probably a thin line, but between like sounding desperate, just like you're wanting free money since sales are down. Um, but, but in full transparency, that kind of thing I I would imagine is received well, where it's like, yeah, we, you know, we have a mission, but we are in a downtime or we are, you know, or or numbers have dropped in these areas and we want to be able to boost these up, that kind of thing with like, yes, here's where it is. Here's what the plan is. Here's what we want to use this for.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And any, any, uh, you know, just something I, I thought of with uh, um with any application or interview or anything like that is um, examples of impact that you've already had with like real people, you know, th- this, this, this story, this person, they were able to do X with what I provided. And, and now they're able to do Y and they're able to serve all these other people or like those, those real, and I know we have them. I have them. You have them. We have some of the most amazing, like genuine testimonials. We, and I don't say this lightly, but we change people's lives mm-hmm. and that's amazing. So we, we should be highlighting that and letting people know, like this is what we're able. This is what we've already done on our own. If you, as a grant provider, support us to do more, just imagine how many more people we can impact and, and support, and, and you know, spread that around. So traction, whether it's revenue traction, um, it's it's impact, it, it's stories from from students, it's testimonials. We have that traction. This is not a, an idea pie in the sky. We've been doing it for years. And we have successful students and that's what they want to support.
0: Woo. That is a great way to end off this one, Julia. Thank you so much for sharing this. When is the geek pack grant game course coming out?
1: Oh, well, that's, that's a whole nother, um, I'd have to hire someone to, to put that together. Yeah, I mean,
0: how nice would it be to have a roadmap to follow on this one with templates? I'm just saying, I'm just going to yeah. plant the seed. <laughs> Let me go by the domain name. So you have to pay me for it first. <laughs> uh,
1: Geek Pack Grant game. I like there it, it is. <laughs> Ar, put, put uh, on their trade
0: market. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, Think about it, because i I don't know of a resource like that, especially in like the online world with what we do. I'm sure there are grant resources for like brick and mortar stores and stuff, but
1: yeah. Uh, and i've 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 spoken to a handful of people. I presented a couple weeks ago to my mastermind on this exact topic, and um, yeah. Thing is, I just love talking about it because it's also validating for me that if like if I've done something right and well, I want to tell other people about it. So I think I'll, I'll probably just do more presentations and podcasts and things and just tell people about it. Maybe someday we might uh, do something with it. But for now, I just the fact that I get to share and potentially help other people do something similar is is awesome.
0: Speaking of, I just did a quick Google search for grants for web designers. I didn't even think about this. But before we close off we can tell clients that they could potentially apply for grants for their marketing and their websites. I just looked and I'm like, Oh my gosh, when I search grants for web designers, it's mostly about that. Get a grant for your website. Yep. Absolutely. Like that's something we could be telling potential clients all the time. Like, you know, if you're like, if you want that $10,000 website that we could do for you, but you feel like you can't afford it, apply for a grant. Mm-hmm. Like This is a way that's a business growth strategy for us too as web designers.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah. There's so many opportunities out there.
0: Gosh. And we know okay. how to Google.
1: We know how to use Google to search for stuff. So just yeah, just go for it. So
0: many the opportunities. Go, the Google Grant Game. That's that'll be the master class that leads into Geek Pack Grant. What I call it, Grant Game Trademark. All right, Julia, before we bring off on a tangent, we each start a new business. Let's go ahead and chop it off here. So thank you so much for your time and for sharing this. It's been really, really cool. Uh, something that I really haven't, you know, I don't know much about at all, but I feel inspired, intrigued, and uh, definitely more like a new new mindset on, on grants in general. So thank you so much for sharing that with me. And I'm sure a lot of others feel the same way. So thank you
1: absolutely more than happy to i've I've thoroughly enjoyed this and I get, I get very animated and excited when i get to talk about you know what we've done and how other people can do it too there's there's a lot of opportunities out there so yeah go for it
0: well maybe round three will be once that big grant comes through and you're on your yacht and that's when we can do round three so, so yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: i'll invite you and we can we can we can do it there in person. In
0: yes <laughs> <Thank you.
1: laughs> all right awesome. julia thanks thanks josh <laughs>
0: Fascinating, Isn't it? The grant game, the grant funding world. Oh, it is wild. I really learned so much from Julia from this conversation. So I hope you did too. I hope you enjoyed this. You can get the show notes and the links in the transcription uh, for this episode at joshhall.co slash three zero one for this episode. We mentioned a couple of websites and things that will be linked over there. And again, for Julia to connect with her, go to geekpack.com. Dot com where she has a membership community and also a course called WP Rockstar. Head over there. And again, if you're interested in the course that I uh, tried to plant some seeds on for her because I feel like she definitely should consider making this course one day, make sure to let her know. Tell her you heard about Julia on the Web Design Business Podcast and that you might be interested in exploring more resources for grants. And again, I hope for you, That this helped shed some light on this world of grant funding for you and your business, because there are so many opportunities for this. I'm actually going to start exploring it myself. So whatever I learn, I will certainly pass on to you. But for now, I hope this conversation shows you what's possible in the world of grants and gives you some good ideas to get going with it and to get some funding for your business to help build your business. So let's go, friends. And if you have any grant success stories after this, let me know. Leave a comment at joshhall.co slash 301. I would love to hear how you took uh, some action from this episode and what takeaways you were able to apply to, to potentially get some funding. So I would love to know any success stories you have in the way of grants. All right, friends, thanks for joining and I'll catch you on the next episode.